Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Let's meet our players. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm playing Trather Wimblin, a human fighter. Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm going to be playing John Abermere, a crimson-born human. Peter, Bertrand Greystone, Dwarven Forge Cleric. William R. Ericocro Magi. Daniel, I am playing Vatten. I am a half-elf ranger. Hi, my name is Ben, and I am Twig, or Shem. I am a rogue bard and a, a goliath. We hope you enjoy our episode. So you notice two things. One, because uh, I don't think you noticed... Well, you noticed before. You noticed they're still following you guys. Uh, but they just kind of be, seem to be keeping their distance. You also notice you're coming up on several cabins. Only one of which has smoke coming out of the chimney. All right. Now, this is the point where I would like to attempt to do some reconnaissance and get stealthy and see if I can get closer to the cabin. Or how far away from the cabin are we? 100, 120 feet. Do the, does the tree line stop before the cabins? Uh, no. The tree line weirdly goes straight up to the cabin. That's like, not suspicious. basically touches oh. it. Uh, and you're also sort of on a lake. Well, you know, it's kind of a vacation-y kind of area. Being right yeah, out sure. in the woods is kind of nice. Picturesque. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, I, I'd like to do the same, and I'd like to go up to the, like, it's still canopied. Uh, go up and see what I can... Yeah, so we'll, we'll do some reconnaissance. Before we do that, if we're seen, just head back to the group. Don't bother fighting. Just run back to the right. group because we'll be better there than caught out alone. Straight I mean, or just kind of left angle? Whichever way gets you there without getting killed. <laughs> and uh, Daniel, you do see the four uh, lizard folk over to this side over here. You so, Ben, uh, you get a pretty decent little perch partway up a tree. You're fairly, you think you're fairly well hidden. Uh, Daniel, what Daniel? <laughs> There's no vat in here anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. He didn't leave town with us. <laughs> uh, okay, so what are the two Was of there you ever about? a vat? I, I don't know who you're talking about. That doesn't sound like a person that's been playing with us. Uh, okay, so what are you two doing now that you are uh, hiding? Hiding away. I'm going to sneak up to the cabin with the smoke coming from the uh, chimney and see if I can peek inside. Uh, if there's any windows, if I can see inside or anything like that. Uh, no windows, which you think is weird. Uh, but you can get close enough to the door to listen. Uh, perception oh, check. Uh, and uh, Ben, go and have Shim make me a perception check. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, you, you got me covered. Really uh, nice with that four, yeah, that's a that's a really really nice solid tree. I, yeah, I don't think he can hear much through the tree. Nope. He puts his ear up to the tree. Uh, there's something in the tree. There's definitely something alive in the tree. Squirrel. You lean against the tree. You hear something in the tree. Something drops and hits you in the head, and you look up. There's a little squirrel peeking his head out, and he's like dropping little acorns on you squeak squeaking <laughs> squeak 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 squeaker squeaking 
Have you seen the Chip and Dale's cartoon where somebody tries to cut down their tree? No. I don't remember. I, I think it was Chip and Dale. I don't remember. I this mean, is. I've seen the one where Chip and Dale are in a Christmas tree, and it gets taken back to Mickey's house, and they, like, yes. Pluto tries to get them, and they throw ornaments at them. Yeah, so yep. like that, basically. There's the Donald Duck one where he's at the campground. Yeah, and, and he's trying to cut the tree down. Uh, they have the, the apple tree, and they, they're like, apple core, want some more? Who's your friend? Me. And then they throw the apple core at him. That's basically exactly what I'm picturing. Okay, oh, so... That was a blast for my childhood. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, so Daniel, you hear some movement inside the house... But you can tell it's a very limited, like, almost they're expecting something. And you hear what you think to be roughly one person breathing, but you hear more movement than that. I guess I will sneak back to the rest of the group and let them know what's going on and pr probably wave at Shim and signal him to... Come down and stop fighting with that squirrel. <laughs> and I move back. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> he takes one more good shot at you, but you've moved more than four inches from the tree, so he can't hit you anymore. <laughs> oh, nuts. No, def no definition in those tiny little squirrel arms. Okay, so what, what do the six of you? Okay, so I heard some movement. I only sounded like there was one person like breathing but i heard more movement than that and if we've Looks been like tracking we found our warforged they don't breathe if we've been tracking the warforged and if we're assuming the warforged have been protecting the girl then maybe we shouldn't bust in the cabin with weapons brandished maybe we should try knocking and... seems good yeah not politely approach um I can make myself look like a Warforged. I don't think that will be helpful. <laughs> but it's good to know for future. To at least open the door and just stand there and get a look. I'm, I'm sitting here silently nodding my head. No. <laughs> no. Glare at him and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Would you rather if I was a tabaxi and cast a spell again? You just open the door and then it's just the Terminator music. <laughs> 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 Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> they just kind of like throw stuff at him. He's like, "All right, I'll be back." The Jaws music <laughs> plays, and he comes in as a saw again. <laughs> this work? Hey, guys, hey, I'm back now. Hi, how are you? No, no, okay. Yeah. Too, too silly. Oh, yeah, just just show up like a shark person, just Candy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> and now I want to put him in a left shark costume. So the three rows of teeth are very unassuming, right? We're good here. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, so, so given uh, the lack of left shark costumes, what do you out, say to Trather opening the door? Out of character, the person with the highest charisma score should knock on the door. I have sixteen charisma. I I have like what twelve. Yeah, also twelve. I have Four. an eighteen armor class. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Add a boy, Grant. Uh, Daniel, you do still know those fine uh, lizard gentlemen are still just hanging out, ready to party whenever. Uh, you guys are, but they don't really seem to know that you know that they are there. That you know that they're yada yada. You get the point. Yeah, well, we can just politely keep them in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> really dangerous? Sort of dangerous. Not, not really dangerous. 
Sorry, that was supposed to be Australian, and it went Cockney accent, and... Sorry. My name's Bruce. <laughs> We'd like to apologize to the entire British Empire. Sincerely. <laughs> Fish off friends. Both present and former. That's true. I, I put a picture of Jaws next to Bruce next to Left Shark. Yeah, it seems like we've really Long. got the whole gamut covered. Long uh, live no, Left Shark. There's no baby shark. Oh, yeah, we do need baby shark. Lefty shark. Okay, now it's jumped the shark. Stupidly catchy. Now, now we've Stupidly definitely jumped the shark. Well, time to wrap. For the record, having small children, I got in on the ground floor with baby shark. All right, my kids loved it. I'm sorry. I still haven't actually been. It's not the worst kids song out there. That's accurate. And I'll actually, excuse me, be right back. Uh, and to our listeners, uh, if some coughs get through, several of us have the coughs. Uh, our apologies. Yeah. Ooh, we should do a super cut of everybody coughing into the microphone. What are you guys doing with your wizard or wizard wizard friends? You don't have any wizard friends. Your wizard folk friends. Uh, what are you going to do Aww, about those four lizards guess, and and I that guess weird ours door? Not real friends. I mean, they could be wizard lizards. <laughs> Yeah, they are wizardless. That, if it was snowing, that it was, was last campaign. Wizards. Although, since they're cold blooded, that probably wouldn't go very well. Nope. Have we volunteered anyone to knock on the door yet? I think yeah, John's certainly. going to. Yeah, I think it was me. Try their volunteered to knock. <laughs> and was sub- and was subsequently was overruled unceremoniously, and John yep. was up forward. Very well. <laughs> I'll do it, John. No. If you don't mind, I I will accompany you to the door. However, these uh... are we all going together to the door? Everybody um, hide behind the same Bertrand's tree. Bertrand's probably going like, to stay over here, like, kind of like the I way that the lizard folk would approach and just kind no, no. of like... But you I should, won't. We should all hide behind the same tree and then do that cartoony thing where everybody looks at, over like the scooby The scooby door peak. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. door peak. It doesn't make sense from a, a, a feasibility standpoint, but it's fine. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing this is <laughs> um, the door right here where I'm at. With the white line there. I'm, yes, ma'am. I'm actually gonna gonna position myself where I can see the door and I can see the lizard folk, or at least yeah, have them. And in I'm my going to position vision. myself where if the lizard folk decide to charge, they're gonna kind of have to come through Bertrand. Eighty-five percent sure Trather doesn't know about lizard folk yet, so no, it's fine. <laughs> these ones are just in general. Uh, these in particular, both. Oh, okay. Right. I'm gonna go back. Um, to he's a cosmopolitan fellow. He's met lizard folk. That's right. Okay, so uh, John, how would you I'm like to? Knock on the door. Okay. Uh, do you say anything, or do you just knock? Just knock. Dead. Okay. <laughs> uh, you hear shuffling. Okay. Uh, and someone that sounds large and like they're moving a heavy weapon around. Okay, I'm I'm gonna wait until the door opens. Uh, you do hear a small child's voice from further back in the house. Okay. But that doesn't expressly sound human to you. Oh, good. Okay. Like... I appreciate how we didn't ask any questions when we were giving this assignment. We were just like, yep, and then walk out, and we all go, what what were we doing? What what kind (laughs) of not human are we talking about? Like, Uh, what quality, what timber, tomber? is there to the voice. There's more depth than you expect from a four-year-old girl. Oh. 
Okay. It's definitely a girl's voice. Mm -hmm. It's just a little rougher than maybe you would expect from, like, a small human child. Okay. Who's that at the door? <laughs> <laughs> not, maybe, maybe not like that exactly, but like... Sorry, not like New England's smoker? No, no, not, not quite there. If you want, I can mage hand the door. Or just try the door handle. I mean, I, I mean, if, if you don't I want, it, if you I'm want, gonna, I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna knock again, a little harder. Okay, Hello? so when you, when you knock the second time, you you hear the voice again. Uh, diamond, those don't sound like orcs. I don't, I don't know what they are, but they don't sound like orcs. We're not orcs. You hear another voice. Child That's what an orc would say. <laughs> not helping, Trather. Not helping. <laughs> well, hi. My my name is John. Uh, we're currently being followed, and we'd like some assistance. We're being That's followed. That's not helpful. Did, why didn't anyone tell me we were being followed? Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. There's a very pesky squirrel nearby, Trather. That may need to be attended to. Some flying out of the pine tree. You don't even know where he got them. <laughs> leave, leave. You hear, you hear the child. Leave Mr. Squibbles alone. Uh, okay, John, make me a persuasion or something check. <laughs> <laughs> so Travis just rolled a 14 on animal handling. It's one of my few trained skills. <laughs> Trather, put Mr. Squibbles down. But he's Trather's friendly like, and he likes my help. <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeakerton. He hops out of the tree, lands on your helmet, and is very intrigued by how shiny it is. Yes, yes. Here. And then he kind of nests on top of you. Yeah, right under the crest. There you go, good fellow. Yeah. Squeak, squeak. I mean, hey, if you roll dice, you roll dice. <laughs> John, I suppose you should tell her that we've made friends with your squirrel. With her squirrel. Maybe that will help. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, okay. We, your your squirrel friend is is here with us. He seems quite happy. We're, we're not hurting him, I, I promise. He's found a quite comfortable nest in my helmet, actually. Okay. Uh, this is why uh, I like uh, cannon now. I mean, yeah, I made my choices. Please don't give the squirrel a cannon. <laughs> I made no promises. It's very tiny. Persuasion, intimidation, probably not that one. Um, also, I got a probably. 16 on persuasion. I'll take that 16 on persuasion. Um, you hear a confluence of heavy animate voices talking that aren't the small child. Seems like a bad idea. Hey, maybe they're here to help. We need help. And it, this goes on for like a minute. You know, if you had windows, you could just see this, and it wouldn't be that big of a problem. Who sent you here? Izzo? The fellow named Izzo. Izzo. We were hired to uh, come and rescue, uh, uh, I believe, a young lady who. Uh, we're here had... on behalf of your grandmother. 
Ah, that's the that's the good piece of information. Yes, we've come from Varen. And we've been asked to uh, escort the young lady to Oriel. Uh, okay, so you hear the child actually get kind of excited when you say the words grandmother and Oriel. Grandma Kaya. Trather, mm-hmm. you know that name. All right, what do I know about her? Uh, so your mother um, is an associate, a uh, sort of a contributor in the court of the uh, city of the Crossroads, uh, which is where you grew up. Uh, she works for the governess. And in her time there, a woman who is the Duchess of the city of Oriel came to visit a couple of times, and her name is Kaya. Uh, you've met her once or twice. Very nice woman. You know nothing negative about her. Uh, and also, I didn't say this earlier. I completely blanked when we were doing this. The child's name is Avia. Avia. Ah. A- did you say... A-V-E-A. Did you say Kaya? The Duchess Kaya? Grandma. I had the great honor to meet her at uh, at court some years ago. I hope she is still doing well. You hear the sound of a very small child trying to push back, push past a very large, uh, unwilling object. <laughs> I know that sound. <laughs> John, you hear the sound of a big bar being moved from behind the door. Mm-hmm. And the door opens in, and standing in front of you is something larger than the doorway. And all made of metal and stuff with a giant axe. But like, but not just one giant axe. There's a second giant axe as well. Uh, You assume it's a Warforged. It's tall enough you can't see all of it. Oh. Trather will offer his best bow. I'm going to introduce himself again. And the squirrel falls out of the helmet. (laughs) He runs in between the legs and into the house. The Warforged leans over and looks at the lot of you. I don't like this. Her grandmother sent you? Yes. Then you don't work for the orcs? No. Certainly not. Bertrand's like, I'm a dwarf. Do you think I work for the orcs? Have you ever known orcs to hire anybody for muscle? So when you say that, Bertrand, he looks at you almost knowingly. Hmm. Reasonable. I wasn't injured, and you can tell he's definitely hurt. Hmm. I probably wouldn't have opened that door. I don't know how much longer we can protect the child. We will help him. kind of sidles, like, still keeping an eye on the lizard folk a little bit closer like do you want me to look at your damage i am a healer and i can repair things uh you can tell he's actually not in great shape and neither is the smaller (laughs) on a relative scale smaller uh warforged gentleman behind him with the big sword swords all right well giant um... curved scimitar I can pull out some healing magic and or the mending cantrip here, so... Uh, do mending for me. All right. Uh, and do it All twice. Right. Well, it, it doesn't well, really uh... give back a certain number of 
hit points. You'd have to kind of house rule that. Yeah, you could tell it makes a difference. Okay. All right. While, while he's doing that, I'm going to be, I guess, subtly keeping a close eye on the lizard folk and just unshouldering my bow. Uh, Daniel, um, you notice they are approaching. If you want to get much closer, you're going to need to state your business. And I'm going to ready the bow. Uh, the two big ones in the front actually look a little surprised. Uh, but one of them in the back... We were just told to follow you to see if you found the girl. You can go back now. We were expressly told to get the child. You with or not. without you. You will not get her. Branar wants his us. money. And Shim, you hear him say way. you hear him say Granar. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, you're still hidden. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Trather's going to turn to the uh, Warforged still in the doorway. Guard this should I fall and start striding forward. He stands. He doesn't even close the door. He just puts himself in the doorway, <laughs> basically. Not a problem. Capital fellow. He makes uh, So one of them makes eye contact with you, Shim. Ah, that boss said you would find them. Good. Very good. You'll probably be paid. You can just go now. Archon's we'll take the child weapon, from here. But he is going to unshoulder his shield and bring it around. One of the big ones kind of catches sight of the, uh, the front of your shield, the stained glass, and is kind of taken in with it a little bit. <laughs> Shiny. Yes, that's good. <laughs> Starting to think these guys are going to be a little more trouble than they're worth. What was your first clue? The two the two <laughs> big ones are like stretching. Uh, you guys, they they, they you guys know really they know one job. And tell Granar that we've got this. And <laughs> Unfortunately, Granar doesn't trust you that much little shim all right that's, that's about as much as i trust him too so all right i'm going to uh fire a warning shot into the trunk of the tree right behind uh one of the lizards just like right over his head and uh, just say roll last and chance just to as leave. long as it's not a one okay one time not oh. a one hey there we go that's not a so one uh, it thunks next, and I'm just gonna say, last chance to leave. It thunks right above the one, like the bigger of the two big ones. Bigger being a relative term. Uh, he he actually doesn't necessarily look that unnerved by that. Uh, you hear the, you hear the little one, lousy shot. I'm gonna cast dancing lights behind them. <laughs> Kind of coming out of the coming through the trees because it's 120 feet. So okay. in the tree coming toward them, uh, you guys might want to take a look behind you. Uh, it's not going to go well if you stay. Uh, so stay. this four, one, four glowing orbs. I did uh, not mean to click that. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> four <laughs> glowing orbs about 10 feet apart come like just kind of bobbing. Uh, 
far enough away that it's hard to see and, and obscured by the trees. But and as they're doing that to kind of distract them from taking too close of a look, Bertrand's going to plant both of his feet and use thaumaturgy to make like this really loud anvil strike noise. This so is not very... a group you want to tangle with, Scalies. Go back where you came from. They look very confused. There's a lot going on right now. Uh, and they're not really sure how to process it. And uh, the big two and this uh, bottom of the other two, they're like right there on leaving. And the, the one who's done most of the talking, stay put. You know better. Granar's worse than them. You know that. You haven't met me. Uh, I'm going to cast um, minor illusion okay. on on the um, the dancing lights behind them to make like a crackly sound, like they might be slightly electrical kind of thing. Okay. There's a lot going on right now. <laughs> From a sensory perspective, even for me. Uh, okay, so. They're all a little weirded out right now. There's a lot happening. Uh, and the, the one who's done mostly talking. Fine. Do it myself. And he takes a couple steps towards you guys. Oh, excellent. I'm going to slap him with Mage Hand. <laughs> <laughs> As he pushes forward. Just <laughs> oh, good. You first, then, Shem. Dum, Never dum, did dum, like dum, you, dum. right? Dum, 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 dum. Short excuse for Definitely a giant. Like, uh, this one here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> oh, brilliant. All right, initiative. Cool. Roll me those sweet, sweet dice. We can only talk our way out of so much. Rather finally yeah. got the highest roll in the group after two long sessions. That's like... Wow, and Bertrand got the second highest, and he's got a dex penalty. What? Man that's like the there? sugar-free version of sweet, sweet. <laughs> Splenda, Splenda. Splenda, Splenda, indeed. Well, they didn't do any better, so you're probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh you guys go do your stuff you're fine uh right uh trather you first uh trather's gonna draw his sword uh step forward just five feet and look at look the leader in the eye you'll have to forgive me i have no magic to impress you with only my renown my skills i am trather wimblin scion of the wimblin family knight of the crossroads <laughs> if you approach know that it is on your head so be it the other three looked a little freaked out great do you roll intimidate sure go for it if you want to i will allow it i mean Got another seven. How's that doing? <laughs> You're consistent, wow. uh, and you like sevens a lot, and I appreciate that. I tell you what, go ahead and roll with advantage since you did the whole 
it, it was actually a very nice little uh, All right. sentence there. I actually really it. like that. I'm going to roll it again rather than... Yeah, that's know. fine. Show me seven. Man, oh, natural 20. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Not a seven. I was desperately hoping for another seven. I'm not going to lie. I kind of was too. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one uh, just flees. Uh, and the one in front yells at him, but it doesn't matter. Uh, you legitimately freaked him out in a very um, commanding, uh, heavy, high presence way. The other two kind of scoot forward. They took it as a little more of a challenge. Um, uh, let's go with Bertrand. Okay. Um, I'm going to stay right where I am. So if he moves anywhere, he's within like attack of opportunity range. Be like, you really don't want to do this. And just kind of like pull out the hammer and like let it hit the dirt with like a really meaty thud. <laughs> Thump. All right. Uh, R, what are you doing, sir? I was trying to decide between firebolt an ice knife. Uh, so, ice knife, you will have to be in melee range of them, I believe. Yeah, it says, well, it says 60 feet. Oh, you can and throw that. I forgot about that. Okay. Ice throwing yeah, I... knife, apparently. Yeah, ice well, knife's do... a ranged <laughs> attack spell. It's just do, a weird uh... melee sounding name. <laughs> I'll do a fireball. Just... All the coughing. Uh, you miss. It kind of shoots over his head. I'm going to cast Bane on the guy up front. Okay, go for it. Isn't Bane an area of effect spell? I think you can get more of them. Can I? Oh, I can. It's a three up. Yeah. Okay, they will all make charisma saves. So yeah, let's Bane them all. And by make, I mean that's an optimistic assertion. Actually, okay. Of course, there it is. All right, uh, one <laughs> fails, the other two make it. Yeah, because I'm beating a 12, that's not a hard thing. Uh, so I roll a d4 and subtract that from his attack and saving throws going forward, yes? Yes. Excellent. That uh, your turn. All right. Well, I will use my bonus action to uh, put a hunter's mark on the the leader, the loudmouth. Okay. Um, it lets me do an extra 1d6 of damage to him. And if he dies, I get to just move it to the next one. Excellent. Also, which one failed, by the way? Uh, the one in the front. Okay, the leader didn't fail? Yes. Okay. All right, so I will start by making my attack with my bow. Bang! Natural 20. Yes! Roll that damage. Double damage! All the damage. <laughs> so, um, I guess it's your call. Would that also affect the hunter's dice roll as well? Ooh. Let me look. For the rules, I, yes. There yeah, you go. The rules, yeah. I can work with uh, that. Yeah. All the dice are... Uh, you roll all the dice involved in a damage roll twice on a crit, which is real fun with sneak attack. Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this is this is going to be really good. All right. Um, all right. So let's But do... the static bonus you only apply once. So like your dex bonus to damage or whatever, that's only applied once. Yeah. This is the just the arrow, and then I'll roll the, the hunter's mark next. Okay. All right. 
And then your extra from the hunter's mark, which is a d6 twice. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, Plenty. nice. nice. <laughs> so uh, 19 total. So I just drill him. Yes, he falls over. Then I will continue my hunter's mark and put it on the the one on top that's still there. Okay. Uh, yep. You can use it to track them for, I think, what, like 10 minutes or something? An hour? Yeah, I could also track them as well, but... They leave. I elect not to track them. I'm going to walk over to the guy that got shot down by the arrow, and you spare the dying on him. Okay. You might want to pull the that'll, arrow out that'll, first. That'll uh, stabilize... <laughs> you know, I'm sure it comes out as part of the spell. It'll stabilize him, but it won't bring him back to consciousness. Okay. And then I'll probably just, like... Lizard men have, like, heavy, thick claw-like nails, right? Correct. Alright, so I'm gonna just kind of drag him over, like, here and tie him by one wrist to a tree branch while he's still unconscious. Okay. So he'll have to, like, claw the rope off to get free, but he's not gonna, like, starve to death there. Okay. And we're just gonna give leave ourselves him. a really nice long head start on this just guy. Leave him. leave him next to the lake. Lizards like fish, right? Yeah, sure. Come on back. Also, I think you misunderstood the bit about the arrow there, Peter. Vatten wants his lucky arrow back. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so as this is happening, you hear the door open. You can come in now. Uh, so you guys make your way into the house, I assume. Uh, it's a rather <laughs> yeah. small lakeside cabin. On inside, you find three Warforged and a small half-orc child. Um, and she's real cute, cute, and she's real cute and rambunctious, yeah. and a little, uh, she's maybe a little too adventurous looking. Um, and you see three Warforged, uh, there's a very large one, and then there are two others. Um, I, this is, this is character thing, Bertrand, like, will walk over, smile, and produce, like, some candy from nowhere, and just hand it to her. <laughs> she's very okay with that. Um... <laughs> One of the Warforged looks at you a little disapprovingly. Not that you're giving her something then they don't know you. Uh, that you're giving her sugar and that's not going to go well in the long run. Um, <laughs> but it'll probably be fine. She'll run it off. Yeah. How tall is she? Um, you would. That's a great question. Uh, so she is a little taller than you would expect for a five-year-old and a little stronger looking than you would expect for a five-year-old. Well, not. I'm probably not than we would expect for a half orc five year old. So even yeah, than you would expect of raw physicality. <laughs> maybe even a little more than that. Oh, okay. This child looks active and prepared. Well, John will go in and introduce himself. Hi, I'm John. We uh spoke through the door earlier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys are in the house. Uh Avia proceeds to give you a 15-second version uh, or longer of her life story. She talks very quickly, and you don't understand most of it, but that's fine. Um, I don't I don't think Orkish is on my known languages anyway, so... It's on mine! <laughs> You're pretty sure most of it was, oh, in, it was in common. It's totally on mine. And at the end, she points to each Warforged. Uh, the one on your left, uh, that's Diamond. And then the one with the big sword, that's Slice. And then the larger gentleman, 
That's Rampart. They take care of me. Well, they've been clearly doing a very good job. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, she runs up and she hugs Diamond. So we You know my grandma? Uh, I do, although not well. I had only, only had the pleasure to meet her a few times at court, uh, Lady Ava. Are we going to go see Grandma now? We just have to make one stop first, and then we'll go see your grandma. Uh, everyone make me perception checks. Wow. Not a seven. There you go, Trather. I want to point out that that's a natural 18. <clears throat> Bertrand is oh, nope. too Ours busy got my being seven covered. Thank you. Yeah, you took it away from yeah. everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Daniel. There it is. Fine. Okay. Okay, so uh, Trather and Vat notice a few things. One, uh, there's a boat out back. And a door that opens, like, directly to the boat. Um, you notice everything is very tightly kept. She has her own little area, but everything else is very formed and kept in specific places, per like, uh, with purpose. Like, uh, like they were prepared for something. Yeah. Also, just as of note, um... If that boat is the scale, I don't think Rampart's going to fit on it. <laughs> Roll 20 layers. Give me a second. We'll, we'll fix it. <laughs> nope. I still can't get him in the boat. <laughs> That's what I get for trying. We're fine. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. All right. It looks like I was right. <laughs> you are kick. not wrong. Ha uh, have him just lie in the water and kick, and he can be an outboard motor. It's fine. You can just probably float on him. Just spin the axe. They're buoyant. Okay, um, so you guys make your way back. Uh, it takes you a day or two. They are all very hesitant to leave. Um, but you guys seem to have built some trust, uh, particularly with the whole lizard folk uh, I will at some point during deliberations mention that the lizard folk tied to the tree out there is going to wake up and start scratching his way free at some point. So That's more his problem than ours. I doubt he will try to come back in here. Uh, okay, so Diamond picks Avia up, pushes on a little spot on Rampart's back. It shifts out, and she sets Avia inside of it. Uh, and she she's, she actually doesn't even stick out. Like, she's inside of the Warforge now. Wow. It's That's like a car so seat. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Before we leave this area, uh, is there anything on the lizard worth anything? You find a couple of gold. And you find a note. Uh, it's it's basically a list of directions to essentially they just essentially say follow them, find girl, Granar make money. You probably make money too. At least one of that word probably. Uh, is, is this cabin uh, yours, or did you stumble upon it? The girl's parents. Okay. It was a safe haven if needed. We came here after the orcs um, visited, and. Went on a trip. What became you of notice, her parents? You notice he's very quickly, he's very specifically not saying certain words. Yeah. Yeah. Like her parents, or kidnapped, or any of those words. Right. Uh, they're gone away for a little bit, but they'll be back. Did they go with the orcs? Yes. Hmm. I see. To visit the if, crow. Uh, I'm I'm gonna get the gist of what they're saying. 
give like a nod and a wink and then stop bob's your uncle yada 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 yes yeah okay so you guys make your way back to town uh the three of them kind of pull up as you get closer to town and kind of stop maybe five or ten minutes outside of town in the woods uh diamond opens up the the cavity on uh ramparts back takes the child out uh and she kind of puts her down next to john we will stay outside we draw too much attention okay i will whistle if something happens and we need you rampart nods uh diamond puts a cloak over avia so that you really can't tell anything other than you have a small child with you or perhaps a halfling it could go either way <laughs> her feet aren't exactly hairy enough but it's close <laughs> uh okay so you guys head back in and you go back to the big board uh, and you come back in and Izzo looks back looks up took you a couple days which oh good oh good okay uh, he heads over to the stairs. He kind of looks, it looks like he almost hits a button on the side of the staircase. And you hear a little noise upstairs. And then the door opens upstairs. And a woman comes down. And uh, she, uh, she looks around. What is it, Izzo? And when she hears the voice, Avia freaks out a little bit. Jumps and like runs <laughs> and uh oh child Ugh. we have an another interested party that we ran across here that you may want to know about uh, Izzo looks at you was it granar please tell uh, me it wasn't granar uh, nope it was granar oh good it was it was granar uh yeah that's gonna be a thing all right we'll worry about that later Getting her back to Oriel is your problem now. There's whispers that the orcs have gotten uh, to hiring bigger contracts to come find the kid. Great. Someone mentioned the mist. That's never a good thing. Shim uh, uh, and uh, Vatten, you two specifically, both are real familiar with that name. The mist is someone you hire... When you want to throw a lot of money around to get something done real efficiently, it's not a name you hear thrown around often because the prices aren't cheap. But the quality of service is uh, exceptional. Now, is that a person or a organization? Uh, no one's really sure. Okay. Jobs get done. The mist takes credit. It's probably one person. It could be seven or eight. The frequency with which jobs get done and the efficiency makes it hard to believe. Okay. And he looks at you. I think you two probably know the mist isn't someone you would want to deal with. Be careful. Yeah. And we're actually going to stop Always. right there. Um, Ooh, I like it. We will pick up next uh, session right? uh, with more curious things. Excellent. I think ending every session 
end Izzo's house ominously is how we need to do this, frankly. <laughs> I can't make promises, but we'll see what we can do. Can Izzo just get like a pump organ installed in like the corner so you can go... <laughs> There's just a guy sitting there playing it. Uh, oh, yeah, you guys over are fine. Over and over again, like... Dinner is served. Dun, dun, dun. No, no, no. Not our no, 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 no. Stop. Roderick, stop it. <laughs> Sir? Oh, my apologies. Uh, it's the only song I know. That a problem. Is well, that, a, like, at least it's not the internet. That and take me out to the ballgame. <laughs> Izzo face palms. <laughs> Knew he was the wrong one to hire, but he was the cheapest. <sighs> we'll sort that out later. It's fine. All right. All right. So thank you guys for listening. To baby shark time with City on a Hill Gaming. Oh. Um, I don't know why I said that. We're probably not going to use that. I'm going to cut it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to City on a Hill Gaming. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. You can find us online. Uh, before you find us online, go find the fine folks from Saving the Game. Uh, stgcast.org, at Saving the Game on Twitter. Uh, you can also find them on YouTube. And Twitch, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yep. Yep. STG cast on Twitch. There we go. Yeah. And what's the email address? Uh, If you want to email us, it's hosts at uh, stgcast.org. And go check out their Discord channel. Also do that thing. Yeah, that's linked on our website, Uh, stgcast.org. And you can find us at City on the Hill Game on Twitter, uh, cityonthehillgaming.com or cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com. Uh, and also go check out a gaming. Oh wait, let me get let me get the name right. I want to make sure I get this name right. It's a new podcast I found uh, very recently, and I want to make sure I get this right. There we go. It's called the Christian Gaming Podcast uh, at a underscore cg podcast on Twitter. Uh, Raina Swift Sage. It's a just kind of video games and Christianity podcast. I've listened to the first five or six episodes. Very cool. Go check them out. Go yep, check out brand the brand new as well. So definitely help them get off the ground. Very, very yeah. new. But she's already put out like I think six or seven episodes uh, at Prolific. the time of recording. Um, and she does an excellent job. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check out the guys from Inroads Ministries and uh, Geek at Arms and Midmax podcast. Go go listen to all the cool things like right now. Yep. Uh, It'll keep you busy for a solid year of listening time. It's not that much content. You probably you'll probably get through all of it eventually. It'll be fine. Pro tip: Pro tip. Listen at one point two five times the speed. It's just a little bit faster. It'll cut off a few minutes. That's not uh, nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most podcast apps will let you do that. So check that out. Most podcast apps will go up to ridiculous speeds, like three times normal speed. Don't do that. Prepare podcast for ludicrous speed. Yeah. <laughs> podcast. We've got a podcast, podcast. <laughs> Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming. I'm your game master, Ryan. Ooh, no, that's not a good idea. All right. Did everyone hear D&D played by the chipmunks? Oh, I, mean, I haven't, yes. but I want to now. <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeakerton. Okay, we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at savingthegame on Twitter.
Thanks, and have a blessed day. Oh, wait, if Ryan's gone, that means I get to tell jokes now. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Fill that blooper reel. <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> what do you call a... Um, a I see, uh, I came back in good times. All right, what do you call a halfling seer that's on the run from the police? A small, medium, small, medium, at large. Small, medium, 